Welcome to the Equality Conversation podcast with me, Joy Burnford. This show explores what we can all do to be an ally and champion gender equality at work. Achieving gender balance in the workplace isn't about fixing the women. It's about changing the system to ensure that everyone can reach their full potential. So if you're looking for insights, guidance or advice on how to improve gender equality in your organisation, grab a cuppa, go for a walk or escape for a while and join us for today's conversation. This podcast is brought to you by Encompass Equality. We're the leading provider of practical solutions to advancing gender equality in the workplace and partner with organisations to support the attraction, retention and progression of women. We do this through research and consulting, leadership development programmes, talks and workshops and one-to-one and group coaching. To find out more and to download free tools and frameworks from the number one best-selling book, Don't Fix Women, visit EncompassEquality.com. It's an absolute pleasure to welcome Donna Kennedy as my guest today. Donna is the Global Director of People and Culture at X4 Group and is looking to explore job sharing in her organisation. I'm really excited to see what we can learn from this job sharing pioneer and how she's finding this experience. Hello, Donna, and welcome to the Equality Conversation. Hello, Joy, and thank you so much for having me today. It's lovely to have you, and I'd love it if you could tell me a little bit more about your role at X4 and how job sharing came to be on your radar. Sure. So I've been with the X4 group for just over a year now. Uh, I joined as Global Director of People and Culture, really to come in and see how we can do things a little bit differently. And so the reason that job sharing has been on my radar is for probably for around nine nine years now, my best friend has been a successful half of a job share um, in Lloyd's. And I've always been really interested to speak to her about that experience and how she's finding it, what those people do when it comes to promotion time and looking for new challenges and so on. So something I've always been interested in. And then, of course, recently I was reading your book Mm. and uh, reading all about the benefits of job shares for businesses and just realised now is the perfect opportunity for us to put our money where our mouth is and give it a go within the business. So I'm really excited that you read my book and decided to have a go at this. And I'm going to be watching with eagle eyes to see how the process goes for you. It's really uh, interesting to hear more about your friend at Lloyd's. Is she, did she do that job share as a result of coming back after maternity leave or something like that? Or how yeah, did that come about? Absolutely. So she did. She came back from maternity leave and worked with someone that she already knew within the business who mm. also had children. And they put the idea forward. So a little bit different to how we're doing it in terms of it's our idea to advertise this role as a job share potential. But I understand that's really more of a common way for job shares to come around is two people to already know each other and to put that towards their business as being an option to try out. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's why I'm really keen to kind of follow your journey, because I think it's quite a different I was actually chatting to somebody this morning and saying it's a bit like a marriage. You know, job share is like a marriage and you're going through the whole dating scene as well as actually you know, you're not already in a long-term relationship. You've got to start from scratch and all the different components. It's, it's quite tricky, isn't it? Tell me about the reasons, you know, that you're really wanting to explore this with the next sure. four group. Well, my own experiences as 
working in a part-time capacity. Back when I was a, a young working mother myself, I was a, a worker with a disability. And if I hadn't been given the opportunity to work on a part-time or more flexible basis, I wouldn't have been able to progress with my career and to do the studying that I have done over the years. So I know from experience that people who work in a flexible way or a part-time way can have really big impact on a business. It doesn't mean that you have to limit yourself to, you know, taking more menial roles if you want to work in a more flexible way. Mm. Maybe it, it might not be childcare related, but you may have elder care responsibilities or just other interests, really. So it felt like the right time to explore how we can really maximise the potential pool of candidates that we have to look for this role, um, to fulfil this role for the business. And also it's an opportunity for us to, it's a little bit like a social experiment for the business. Mm -hmm. We can try this out. We can see what works, what doesn't work, and then really help our our clients to do the same thing within their own businesses. I think it's brilliant. And I I keep saying this to other firms as well, actually be the pioneers, start, you know, see how it goes. And, you know, what's the worst that can happen if you put kind of some, some boundaries around it and say, well, we'll try it for six months. And if it doesn't work, then, you know, revert back to how things were, but actually just give it a go and see. Absolutely. And one of our values is innovate. So we're all about looking for new ways to do things. Mm. um, And this is just that perfect opportunity. It's brilliant. So remind me again where you are in the process. So we have had a number of initial first stage interviews with a range of candidates, so both including full-time potentials as well as job share potentials. Um, we have done some initial exploratory conversations with them and we're now at the stage where we're looking at making introductions for those candidates so that they can meet each other to find out if they have the right shared values yeah. and they've got the chemistry yeah. and that they think that, yeah, actually I could share a role with yeah. this person. I could just imagine a sort of speed dating. A so little bit, going back to speed kind of... networking, yes. <laughs> Okay. And are you going to get them all sort of together to match? Are you going to sort of try them with different pairs? And it's just like really interesting to know it, how to go about it. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. So we are doing a lot of thinking and talking about this. We've, we've received some some great advice from Dave Smallwood mm-hmm. from the company Role Share yeah. as well, who's really yeah. helped us to think about yeah. what that interview process could look like. Yeah. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, it's quite exciting to be mm-hmm. doing something completely different mm-hmm. and again, see what works and what doesn't. And are people in that process, are they people who've been doing job shares in other places or are they people who are wanting to try it out for the first time? Yeah, so none of them have actually done role shares before so far that I've spoken to. We've got a number of candidates who have been working in a part-time capacity and yeah, I think it's quite exciting opportunity for them and certainly particularly one of the candidates I spoke to was really interested in how this us advertising the role like this demonstrates what a forward-thinking company we are that we really do value our our people in the yeah. business and that we are you know truly are being innovative and trying new things mm. um, even when actually that's quite scary and doing something completely different for the first time yeah. um, can feel like a challenge for example yes. but for me it's always worth trying these yeah. things and, and giving it a go. And I think I've told you before the um, conversation I had with a big firm an HR director who said they've started to advertise all jobs as job sharing and flexible so open to job share or flexible working. And I asked the question, has that actually increased the number of job share applications? And she said, no, but it's increased the number of women applying for jobs. So in terms of gender equality, you want to get more women to apply for jobs. Just the fact that you're talking in a kind of family friendly, flexible working way, I think it's really beneficial to get more women. And young people want to see that as well. So it's not just about working parents, Mm -hmm. but young people generally now are more interested in how you treat people in society and what you give back to communities as well. And I think giving people opportunities, regardless of their gender, um, some of the candidates who have applied for the job shares are men. 
One of them is a single dad who works part-time currently in his business and he wouldn't have the opportunity to do that and provide for his children if he couldn't work in that way. So it, it isn't just about gender um, yeah. in terms of it being for females. No, it's no. actually equity Absolutely. for everyone. And I think, as you know, in my book, I interviewed Will McDonald, who's also going to be on the podcast as well. And, you know, he was in a male job share partnership, very few and far between, actually. And I think it's we should be getting much, you know, many more men Amazing. into doing job shares and actually also getting men and women together because that becomes gender equality, you know, gender balance. Immediately, you've got one role split. Absolutely. Um, I would love as well to see more case studies. So what we're working for here is so that we can develop case studies for our own clients so that we can work with them in a consultative manner and let them know how to do this and do it really well. So to see more case studies out there would be so amazing. Absolutely. And do you did the business... X4 you know, group, do people in the business need convincing that this was a good idea or were they, did you have to do a lot of persuading? I've been really lucky actually since joining the business that the founders are so committed to their values of inspire, innovate, include and improve. And so coming to them with ideas of new ways to do things, they're so receptive um, and they trust me, which is amazing. That's not to say there hasn't been challenges elsewhere in the business. And, and it is surprising sometimes that people will have a quite closed attitude to what might this look like and how will it, it will work. So, yes, there is, I think, that element of needing to to demonstrate the possibilities and to focus on the positives, which are things like getting two brains almost for the price yeah. of one and, you know, having a little project team on everything. Yeah. So you've got that, you know, freshness of ideas, yeah. all of that lived experience and years of different, you know, working different ways and with different businesses. Absolutely amazing yeah. for me. So. Yeah. And less managerial input because actually they can coach each other, they can support each other, they Absolutely. can give each other confidence yeah. to step up and do things differently. I really hope you're enjoying the conversation so far. I want to take a moment to tell you a little bit more about our mission at Encompass Equality. We're passionate about enabling the retention and progression of women in the workplace and sharing our knowledge to help support and inspire others. This podcast forms just a small part of what we do. So if you're struggling to retain senior women, or if you're not sure whether the initiatives you have are working, please do get in touch with us at encompassequality.com. We have a depth of knowledge and research that underpins all the work we do supporting our clients. It was interesting, I was having a chat to somebody about contracts as well and how it opens up a whole new host of questions around what kind of contracts do you have in place? And actually it was Will I was talking to, the person we were just talking about, and he said they had two separate three-day week contracts. They didn't have a job share contract because that gave them the flexibility to sort of move it back to a sort of part-time role yeah. eventually. So that was quite an interesting thought. I don't know if you've had any thoughts about how the sort of contractual side of things yeah. will work. It's certainly, because this is new for the business, it's certainly an area that I've been researching you know, what is going to be the most appropriate way to do this. And different people and different companies do things in different ways, of course. One of the ways that I saw, which was a really good thing to think about, was what happens if one person decides to leave? What does that look like? You know, do you offer the other person the role on a full-time basis? Do you try and hire another person to fill the role? So there are those elements. I think the other things that we need to think about are how people are rewarded and remunerated, how the process looks in terms of uh, 
if they want to go for a promotion and yes. things like that as well. Yeah. So I definitely think there's a lot to think about in terms of setting that up, but doing that thinking up front and in advance of those things happening will allow you the, you yeah. know, the certainty as you yeah. go forward and, and setting off on the right foot. Yeah. And so performance reviews, whether you're going to do it jointly or individually or both. Or Absolutely. Yes. Those kind of things. What other things do you think businesses need to consider, you know, before implementing job shares? What other things are sort of on your radar to start, you know, to think about? Sure. So I think the way that the job share is organised is an area, again, that um, having spoken to different people, some people will split all of the tasks down the middle or however their time is best allocated. Some people will look at the tasks according to the individual strengths and experiences, which is my personal preference. Of course, we always want to play to people's strengths and it just makes sense from that respect. And having, again, like I said earlier, two sets of experience, two brains, two lots of qualities and and interests. And thinking about people's personal aspirations as well, we can really mould the role so that it really suits those individuals Mm -hmm. perfectly. But yeah, I think, again, just having that thought up front and talking to the candidates, potential people about what their preference is and how they would see it working best as well and and doing that through a a consultative approach, really. And and the way I sort of came at this was through through the book, obviously thinking about retention of women and and sort of women in perhaps their 40s and 50s in midlife and thinking this might be a way to sort of carry on with work and also be juggling all the home life and everything else. But I know X4 Group, you've got a sort of a younger... um, generations coming through and a lot of your staff are, are younger and I just wondered if you've had any conversations with sort of the younger generation about what they think about job sharing is it sort of completely like what are you talking about or <laughs> the, the, yeah I think that some of the people I've spoken to in the business have have sort of said oh I, I would never have thought of that and it's mad because actually so many people you you talk to do say that and it, even though job share has been around for yeah. a long time but it's so unknown that yeah people find it quite a surprising thought and then when you start to talk about it they're like oh yeah that sounds really good actually and I think to use it as a retention tool as well for it to be normalized in businesses it means that when people do decide to maybe go off and have families or they have elder care or any other kind of life challenges Mm -hmm. that, that of course get thrown up at us they're not thinking I need to leave this business they're thinking actually there's other options here so as a retention tool I think it will be really powerful. Absolutely. Well, I look forward with interest to following your journey and hopefully we can have you back on the podcast in, uh, in a year's time and see, follow the journey and see how it's worked out and, and how many jobs you have as job shares. So before we finish, Donna, I'd love to know your one top tip for organisations who want to retain women, apart from obviously job sharing and you know, improving gender quality of work. What's your one tip that you could leave with our listeners? I'm probably going to be cheeky and give you two tips. Okay. <laughs> um, my first tip would be education. Yeah. So education for not just for people managers, but for everyone in the business around the challenges that women can face and, and that people can face in the workplace, uh, whether that's to do with the different hormones that affect us or the different life challenges that can be thrown up. And I think that having that awareness of those barriers that people face will help to minimise their impact and help to normalise conversations around that. And then the second one is just asking people what they need and what support you can give them for managers just to have that conversation and and treat people as human beings is is so, so important. And to ask the thing, you know, how are you is such an important question and so many people don't say it. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. And you just get so much from your teams if, if that's the approach you take. So, yeah, they're my top tips. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Donna. It's been fantastic to have you on the podcast and look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thank you, Joy.
And that's it for this episode. If you like what you've heard, don't forget you can download the free tools and frameworks from EncompassEquality.com to get started and take action today, wherever you are on your journey. It would also really make my day if you could spend a couple of minutes to rate and review the podcast for others. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Thank you.